Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. <clears throat> You're listening to the Sands Pants Network. Joel, Tom, we're back. It's AFLW Finals. Welcome to How Good's Footy, a weekly AFL podcast where we ask the most important sporting question of all. I'm Tom. I'm Joel. And Tom, I don't want you to ask me a fucking thing this week. That's fair. That's fair. But luckily, even though I'm destined to never feel joy, we do have someone here that has a very, very important question to ask both of us, Tom. Boys. How good's footy? Jackets. Nah, fuck it. I'm wearing it. I can't it. believe you're wearing that. The disrespect. <laughs> I wasn't going to. Mm. I wasn't going to because I rolled in tonight being like, ah, oh, two man would be very disrespectful to be wearing the jacket with a man who just lost an elimination final. I saw you walk in, not wearing it. And I thought, no, I, I watched Dusha walk in. I've been here for a while. Yes. <laughs> Sitting out the front, left I, the engine running for a while. His, and I thought, oh, yeah, here's. No that, one's seen me yet. I could just drive away. Yeah, this is the. I didn't even clock where your car. I saw it then when I went back to get I the jacket. I thought you saw me when you drove past. I didn't. I, I've been so used to not seeing your car, I didn't even register that it was you. Coming, is... coming here from work, mm-hmm. there are maybe four different ways I can get here, and I always take the first one. Mm-hmm. Took the fourth one today. Oh! <laughs> Just kept being like, oh, maybe not. Oh, maybe not. Uh, so to the listeners, we did not know Sean was going to be here today no. until he literally walked through the door. Well, yeah, we saw we saw a silhouette come past the window of the Able studio. Like, Oh, they're like, he's come all the way out to Chernobyl. <laughs> That's a big drive. Yeah, he got through all the, the barriers and the radiation signs. Without the hazmat suit, I just... <laughs> yeah, just, just weathered it. <laughs> it's in my blood already. Yeah. <laughs> yes! we've, we've recorded so many, so many irradiated podcasts in this room. I was having a chat to uh, a Lions group chat member. Well, a former group chat member, someone who quit on Grand Final Day. Yeah. Um, my man, Tim. Yep. And he was Maniac saying, Tim. Yeah, he's a good man. I actually met him the day before the grand final. I met yep. him at the um, grand final parade. At yes. The yep. Good man. Um, he was telling me that on the weekend before the Brisbane Lions women's game, it was the first time that he'd put his Brisbane stuff back on and he was going to the pub to watch the game. 
He was nervous. I think he said to me that he took, I hope he doesn't mind me saying this, but he took his stuff in a bag with him because he wasn't quite sure yet if he was ready to put it on. I, Tim, that's I feel he's that, paying completely. I love that. But talking to him after the game and how happy he was, and I was just thought, ah, the world's healing a bit here. I yeah. thought, fuck, maybe I've got to come back. It's good to have you back, man. <sighs> the energy, the ener- for those who've listened, the energy's been chaos. I've caught some a episodes I've, are an hour and a half. Some I've, episodes are 27 minutes. I've caught a couple of eps. Yeah. A couple of the shorter ones. Yep. The longer ones, you see the runtime, you throw up and you say, glad yeah. I'm not there. Was the episode where both of our teams had lost in really frustrating fashion, where you'd lost to West Coast, I'd lost to Collingwood, Sean, you rolled in to listen to that episode and uh, the energy was just here. I uh, I did check that one out, but only because my girlfriend, who's been overseas since July, yeah. messaged me and said, babe, it's time to come back. <laughs> they just sounded so sad. Oh, uh, well, not today. Well, you can go fuck yourself. No, Sean's back. That's what I'm talking about. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Also, our team's one. Yeah, well, well done, Tom. That's it. Proud of you, man. Proud of you too, mate. Yeah. Well, Sorry, Joel. I've been, I've been doing Scaredy Boys. Yep. New episodes, episodes every, every Friday. Friday. Yep. Doing that oh, with Tom. I haven't heard that enough. Makes me wonder now if the dynamic has changed. If I'm Because uh, you've been doing <laughs> I'm so used to Team Tom. I'll win you back. Just think about some of the dumb shit I said on our Scaredy Boys retreat recently talking about movies, and you'll be back on Team Joel in a Oh, minute. fuck. Tom said the dumbest thing in the world the other day, and I can't yeah. remember what it was. I think I, it was in our group I chat, remember though. it exactly, and I can talk, oh. walk you through it. I won't reveal the movie it was about because the episode has not come out yet. No, no. You'll have to remind me what that was then because he said another dumb thing. This was about, okay, so you sat down to watch a film that you did not enjoy. Yeah. Uh, Tom, after the screening and in the episode, was like, oh, it's not torture porn. Oh, that conversation. (laughs) Yeah, that was really dumb. What was the other dumb thing? The other dumb thing was uh, my girlfriend sent me some stuff the other day. Um, And so she was in confidence. (laughs) Sorry, but I have to. It was the dumbest thing I've ever heard. She sent me some stuff for like an for anniversary, and she's overseas. One of the things was some donuts. Yeah. And Tom's mind. Tom thought, "How did she send them from Germany?" (laughs) I was like, "How'd they stay so fresh?" You were like, "Oh yeah, they're writ whatever." I'm like, "Yeah," because they've been on a fucking plane or a boat for 25 hours. Your brain's been on a fucking. Plane or a boat for twenty five hours in the opposite direction of your head. Yeah, <laughs> one of the dumbest things I've ever heard. Yeah, I I will like to just briefly talk about Grand Final Day. Yep, yep. that's okay. It sucked. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, moving on. <laughs> no, nah, it was horrendous. Um, uh, I talk about the highlights. I said, but no, there were no highlights. Um, I did finally get to meet you guys. Remember Jess? Yep, who sent yes. me the footy yes. badges a yep. while back. Finally met Jess and uh, with my brother and her, we had a couple beers after the game, and that was probably the only nice part of the day. <laughs> um, it was a fucking shocker. Jess um, also revealed that they have a shrine of was it a shrine of pain or a shrine of sadness? Was that Jess? That does ring a bell, yeah. And uh, you, because we were wearing Ryan Lester badges. That's right. Tom had got us Ryan Lester badges. Yep. And I, I was the owner of a Ryan Lester badge for probably six hours. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It got G- handed, gave it away. Yeah, got handed to Jess to put yeah. in a shrine of a shrine of sadness. Yeah, where it will remain forever. Yeah, that's um, a, that would be a very rancid energy in that shrine. Oh man, that that that's that reminds me of uh, friend of the show, enemy of the show. I don't think he's ever been on Haggard's Footy, but he's definitely been on Scaredy Boys, and he's definitely on many shows that you're on, including Thumb Cramps and Plumbing the Death Star. Jackson. Oh yeah, and his breakup mugs. Yeah. He, oh yeah. His um, collection of mugs from exes. Not his exes. No, not so... his exes. Other people's. I know because he has a mug 
yeah. that belonged to someone that I know. Oh no! Yeah, I think I know what that mug was. Yeah, a lot of thing. Lot of a uh, lot of lot of lot of. Well, not even just that. He's got a lot of mugs that are just bad vibes too. He also has a lot of mugs that are just like someone else's name mug. So he has an Adam mug that he quite likes drinking yeah. out of. Mm. He says it feels powerful. He's got stolen Valor mugs. Is yeah. what he's got. Yeah. <laughs> Joel, I don't know how much I've told you about Grand Final Day. I may have talked to Tom about it. Mm-hmm. But one of the one of the worst things is I'm a, I'm a man of honor. Mm-hmm. I don't leave games early. Yeah. So obviously I would not do that here. Yeah. But also out of respect to Collingwood, who I know we hate on this show. Yeah. But in all fairness, um, they were the best team on the day and they won the grand final. It's tragic for me. I watched the light leave your eyes when you said that. Well, no, you have to say it, and I have to tip my hat to. This is the thing. I hate the club and what it stands for. Yep. There are supporters who need these moments, and it makes them very happy. And I know for one, I would have yeah, I would have been the happiest man in the world. Yeah, I know. One. And there are, it just like you listen to SEN, and I avoided it for a long time after the grand final because I don't need to hear people call up. But I've experienced that before in previous years when Geelong won, for instance. Yep. You get a lot of people who call up and they'll say things like, oh, I just lost my mum or something yeah. and, and this means the world to me and stuff. And it, you do realise that beyond the hatred for that cunt team, yeah. <laughs> there are people who are not cunts. Yeah. Who, yeah. Yeah. Uh, there is a oh, part maybe. of me. Look, I'm not going to say I'm happy for them. No. But I, I'm not going to go that far. No, like I, I appreciate How many I members appreciate... did they have this year? Was it like no, nah, they, they, they're back 100,000 again. They're over 100, yeah. So, yeah, so out of the 100,000 members... There was probably somewhere between fifty-two who aren't cunts. I know a couple who are. Yeah, yeah. So yeah I'm sure there's. I'm sure there's a right. handful more. Yeah. Like maybe maybe seventy. No, and, and to those I think people, we're going too high. I reckon probably max seventy-one Collingwood supporters that aren't cunts. Yeah, I think we. I still from time to time check in on the inbox. I think we got an email from someone who wasn't an, an, an asshole after the game. Mm. I could be wrong. If they were not an arsehole. I, if you're not an arsehole and you're buried for Collingwood. You're a rare breed. You're rare. You're a rare and congratulations on a on a grand final. You're one of those blood types that the blood bank asks for. If you yeah. did supporter donations. <laughs> yeah. They'd be like, man, we need some uncunty Collingwood supporters. We've only got 75 people to choose from. Yeah. But there are there are little moments like, you know, leaving and there was a Collingwood guy who just like, you know, pats you on the back and stuff as you're leaving the ground. Because one of my one of my fears Right after Sean, losing, yeah, is of course. Like, Fuck me. Am Sean, I gonna, am I going to get bashed? Am I going to get abused? Are people going to get in your face? And to be honest, <clears throat> it was it was. I didn't really cop anything. Um, they were they were enjoying it in the right spirit. They weren't going me, after people. Part of me were... wonders, and I know there'll be a large portion of Collingwood fans who are just utter assholes. Yeah. To, to everybody. Yeah. But I wonder if losing to West Coast in 2018, they kind of sit there and go, "Yeah, I know how fucked it can be." Yep. And maybe losing all those other grand finals that they've lost over the yeah. stretch. Okay, but, but also, so the e- yeah. I, I did find the email you were talking yeah, about. Okay. Is it good? was I, my memory correct or is it? Well, how about I read it? It's not long. If it's going to make me angry. I'll storm mm, out again. It won't make you angry. You might just retract your statement. Yeah. Okay. So then why read it? Subject? No, no, we're in a nice spot. Yeah. What are you doing? This man? is tempting fate. Show me the email. No, because you want to veto it. I'm never going to let you. I'm looking out for our friend. Thank you. This is why I respect it, this guy over here. Doesn't yeah, it doesn't pay me enough. It talks. <laughs> Go Geelong. Yeah. It, it talks about. Uh, it talks about the game in a respectful way. Then it gets Conti, but not about Brisbane. It gets Conti about us. <laughs> I'll just read the nice bits and I'll stop. Okay. So subject to the email, big com in all caps. 
That's a pretty funny subject. If he's a good boy, good for him. Good for him. Great time to be a Pies fan. Great culture in brackets, newly found. Great group. 2023 champions and the most successful club in history. Fine so far. Are they the most successful club in history? They are. And then the last line of the email is Brisbane are great, just unlucky. Okay. Now there's two lines in between though. Is that it, is that it for the Brisbane mention? Yep. Oh, okay. You, you must be thinking of a different email yeah, then. I seem to recall being mentioned by name. and They've been a nice comment, but... Uh... Uh, no, because the two lines in this email that I haven't read... Sorry, well, it's technically three. Well, we'll move on. Move on? Don't want to yeah. hear them? So, wanted to be respectful to the winning team. Yep. Didn't want to leave immediately. So Just I thought, sit there and I'll, I'll watch the, the, the presentation. I'll watch Craig McRae yep. do his speech. Darcy Moore do a really nice speech. Yeah, Moore's speech was great. You're bigger than Joel and I. We watched that from the bar. Well... With our backs turned. Mm. Bear in mind too. So I, w- I was happy to do it. Not happy, but like. You, you were going to do it. Out of respect. You're a man of honor. That's what you do. Also. You're Haruki Sonata. fears leaving because as soon as you start leaving, that's when people can yeah, be you're, assholes. You're Haruki Sonata in uh, The Last Samurai. <laughs> <laughs> what a legend. Um, we were third row from the front. Yep. So what happens when your team, when the grand final ends? Everybody packs in because they yep. want to be on the fence. Couldn't really get up anyway. It's a fucking nightmare. Oof. We just had to. There were more and more people kept coming. So, like during Craig McRae's speech, we were like, "All right, it's time. Let's let's get out of here." And then, in my brother's haste to get out, he picked the wrong way to leave. Oh uh, no! Instead of going up, he went down. And then you got to try to get back up and you, again. Yeah, you, know, you can't get through. No. So basically, you reach a point where someone goes, "No, you can't get through there." And we got to go. Fuck! We got to go back the way we came back up through it. But the horrible thing, you know, in Gladiator. Yep. When yeah. he's beneath the Coliseum and you yeah. can actually hear the rumble yeah. of the crowd. Mm. That's what it was. It was going underneath and just hearing 95,000 Collingwood people screaming and the stand shaking and it's horrible. And then you look up and your friend's not on a horse, Sean. <laughs> <laughs> so that was terrible. And then it was actually coming home that was probably the worst thing because for the first time all day, it's suddenly silence and you realize that your ears are fucked. Yeah. yeah, I don't know if you found this when you came home. Yeah. This ringing just of the ears ringing, didn't yeah. stop until late the following day, pretty yeah. much. Like mm. just because of how loud the ground was, it was insane. But also because my girlfriend's overseas and my dog wasn't there when I got home because uh, my girlfriend's mum had taken to look after him, yep. or whatever. I come home, complete silence, empty house. I turn the lights on. Lounge room's completely oh, decked no. out. Brisbane Shrine. I've got the O one, O two, O three Premiership posters up. I've got all my decorations. It was horrible. That's that's bad. I put them all in a box that night. Yeah. Did you forget that put stuff them in the was cupboard? Up. I don't think I forgot because I wouldn't have taken it down. No, no, but you weren't like off. conscious. No, no, I didn't. Yeah, when I turned the light on the lounge, like, I went, uh, fuck. Yeah. Packed it all up. It's in the cupboard. I haven't touched it since. In fact, I opened the cupboard this morning to get this jacket out. Oh. Yeah. Was that, cupboard, uh, was that jacket in the same box? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's all just sitting there. It's, it, 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 the 50,000 Brisbane Lions hats that I own, yeah. different scarves and just, jumpers. And... You're just coming back slow. Yes. Or, or or actually, you're not coming back slow. You've just come straight into this app because you're a bit like Kenny Powers. And when Kenny Powers comes back, he comes back hard. Well, yeah, part of me, I was like, maybe I'll just take the year off. Yeah. Because the year's nearly over. We could have. Uh, understandable. But then something happened. Brisbane, like, you can't. I've I've been watching yeah, the Brisbane yeah. games. Yep. The only one I didn't watch was the one against Hawthorne, which was the day after the grand final. Yeah, yep. I was going to go to it, and then you know, yeah, yeah, things, yeah. Happened. <laughs> things, things happened. happened. Yeah, 
And then the one first, didn't the first, have any Brisbane gear to wear because it was all in storage. <laughs> the first game I did watch was the week after, where they lost to Collingwood. Yeah, oh, by under that's a goal. Right. That's right. That's and, right. Um, yeah. Anyway, here we are. Look, footy. So what, what what happened though? What changed? Well, no, just I'm loving what I'm seeing with the the women's team. Yeah, they're good. I've been thinking about coming back for a few weeks, but then just also. Because there's a part of me after the grand final where I was just sort of like, I'm just, it's just not fun to talk about footy at the moment. Yeah, fair enough. It's not always fun. No. Where how it's, good it's footy? Heart, it's heartbreaking, really. Yeah. And as uh, Ryan in the group chat, the Lions chat says, uh, mental health is the best health. And sometimes, you know, sometimes you just need to take a break. Sometimes you've got to take a break. This is true. That's fair. Yeah. I get it. I'm amazed he's still alive. After I don't what know he's how he's still alive. I don't know how I'm alive. I know how you're alive because you're powered by arrogance. But That's true. Yep. That was something that the email that I wasn't allowed to read also mentioned. Yeah, it, but yeah. it's the thing of like, I'm going to write 2022 for, I reckon, 10 years. Yeah. It's not a nice thing to hear, Tom. No, but like- No, I understand it though. Yeah. Yeah. It's what I needed. Imagine if I got that. Oh, God. You get 20 out of that. Yeah, bear in mind too, Brisbane women's team lost the grand final by under a goal last yep. year as well. So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. You just- Ben Stiller and Royal Tenenbaums. It's been a rough year, Dad. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Five-star film. Yeah. Five-star film. If you watched it when you were young, rewatch it because it'll blow your dick off now that you're an adult. Yeah. An adult. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I, I think maybe a lot of people who listen will understand that there is a um, a foolish thing you can do, which is to tie a lot of your mental health to football. Yeah. Mm. Um, and when it blows up, it's it sucks. Yeah. It's just a ba- it's a bad feeling. And then you make the foolish decision to watch the Ben Affleck movie called The Way Back. <laughs> <laughs> can I? Can we just? I, I I felt the worst I felt post grand final was after was watching that movie. Wednesday night I watched that, and then all day Thursday I was just like, Whoa, "What have I done? What is life? What have What have I done? What have I done?" <laughs> yeah. And because the the NBA hadn't started yet, so you couldn't even find yet. happiness in basketball. Yeah, I was coughing. I don't know if I told you this, Joel. I was playing a lot of Fortnite, yep. as we have been lately, but I played a bit of dip my toe into Fortnite after the grand final in those few days after. Yeah, this is right. Yeah, I, came I remember second this. second so many yeah, fucking times. Yeah, couldn't quite get that win. <laughs> just couldn't get the win. But then you got a W and it was very powerful. And then I got a few wins and then we got some group wins and it's a great Fortnite, place. I wish I could see everyone's playing time on the PlayStation app because I fell hey, off a little bit. I can tell you how mine is. Tom, hit me with it because I think I've, I've just... Crossed 40 hours. Oh, 40? Yeah. it's pretty big. What about you, Sean? I actually don't know. I, at one point, I think I was around 70. Yeah, okay, okay, cool. Um, I'm on um, I'm on 125. <laughs> <laughs> he bloody loves it. Yeah. I've got to say, when we started the Fortnite journey, Tom was the one I thought might be a bit flaky and might just play a couple times. Because brother Jacob was like, Tom hates the game. I yeah. do. I hate build mode. I hate it so I much. I hate build as well. Yeah, I played a game build, build with with Joel. Yeah. Fucking hated every minute of no, it. No, well, Tom, sorry, no. I Tom. loved one thing when we made the longest bridge in the sky. <laughs> we Tom. couldn't work out how to get out of how to get down. Joel, Joel knows what the best part of build mode is. Yeah, it's bridge. Where no, it's when someone's building. Oh, you and you just oh, this two, actually, there's two best things about build mode. Bridge in the sky. No, uh, that's third. Uh, so. One one very satisfying thing I was getting when I first started playing Fortnite, before you boys got involved, uh, I was only playing build mode, and I took great satisfaction in, because usually what happens is when people throw up a wall to stop your shots, the person stops shooting, but because I was like all shotguns all the time, 
A wall meant nothing to me. I would just fire a second shot, blow a hole in the wall, and then just put the next shot in the head. <laughs> but the best thing to do in build mode is you got you, you got to get your hands on a grenade. Launcher. Oh yeah! And then anytime anyone builds a tower or a bridge, just light it up. Yeah, you just light it up. How long does it fucked. take to build it? Oh, it's not it's not long, but it's annoying because yeah. they're building it for a reason. Yeah. Um, all, you, all you do is you just run into the building, which they're not expecting you to do because they're like, oh, that would be tactically stupid. <laughs> Sean, I'm the most tactically stupid man you know. I'm a big fan of the grenade launcher at the moment, though, just seeing someone like hiding near a tree or two people fighting and then just like lobbing like Bonk. lobbing like six grenades at them. Usually doesn't kill them. Sometimes it does. Yeah. I got six kills with a grenade launcher in one game the other day. Oh, that's good. Anyway. Oh, one, one more thing I remembered is that in the week of Grand Final, I wouldn't have mentioned this on the show because I haven't been here, but... My girlfriend thought, I'll buy him something just to like, you know, something nice. So she bought the thing that I hate, which is finals merch. Uh, I hate the clubs do it. Brisbane do it yeah, every yeah. year. It makes me sick. Yep. The only reason I would ever want finals merch, I'll buy it. I'll buy it all if, if we you, win. If you win, yeah. So I've got a, a jumper, a white jumper that says all in for finals 2023. And I said to her at the time, like, thank you. Very thoughtful. Don't ever do it again. There's a good chance three days from now, this is the worst item I'll I'll own, <laughs> and I'll never wear it. And <laughs> the worst thing I own, and I'll never wear it. <laughs> what if Sean? What if you take it to a tailor and, and they get, they change the chuck a four over the top? Uh, okay, just get text over right, four over the top, or I could change it to like 2003. Oh, yeah. players a, who weren't born. <laughs> turning a two into a zero seems easier than turning a two into a three. Yeah, maybe there's a way. Maybe there's a way. Anyway, footy is forever. And you look, speaking and of forever, do you want to talk about a game that happened on this weekend, speaking of Brisbane in finals? I would love to do that, yep. Uh, so, week one of the finals. Week one of the finals. Huge. We've, we spoke about the fixturing for it last week, Tom. The yeah. AFL are so fucking stupid, but that's okay. We got it out of our system last week. The fact that the first final started when it did is fucked up. The fact that if you live in Melbourne on the Sunday mm-hmm. and there's two finals in your state, you can't get to both because of scheduling. Yep. Which I have, could have been avoided if, I don't know, they played one on Friday night. I have, just before we get delve into this fixture issue, I have one question to ask because I, sorry, I've been away and I've, I need to catch up on this. Mm. The person who emailed about the tipping... Mm-hmm. Did you hear back from him? No. It's the most cowardly thing I've ever seen from the dumbest tipster in the world. Sean, I'm also somehow like, so the person that emailed in. Yeah. Analysis paralysis. Could not even find their original email and worried they found a way to unsend it. Well, that may have happened because I, I didn't delete it. I didn't delete it either. In fact, I searched through the deleted emails. I, I read it. But I didn't delete it. No, if, no if chance. There is a chance that they've figured out how to unsend an email a week later. Which is, is that de- what's happened? Well, I don't. I don't think you can do that. Okay. Because if you I can you could do that, I would have unsent. You, you can't send a text message. No, you, a- you can unsend an email now. Oh, really? But I think oh, it's- you can do. I get people at work unsend stuff all the time. They accidentally send it, and then a second later they get rid of it. But what's the wait time? Like, yeah, I think it's it? only like fifteen minutes. Okay. But yeah, I don't know. I could not find it. It would email. be in the deleted file. Yeah, I know. Could, could we have accidentally archived it? You know how sometimes you swipe across an archives? Where do they go? I don't know. <laughs> That's the mystery of the emails, Sean. <laughs> I don't really know how it works. Anyway, one of the probably the worst email we've ever received, but also the funniest because of the outcome. It backfired. Not, it, 
like it backfired so fucking they funny. GWS, yeah, in Aaron Phillips' final game. <laughs> How was that Aaron Phillips mark, by the way? That Aaron Ooh. Phillips mark was huge. Oof. She's a human highlight reel. Yeah, best ever. He's like one yeah. of the best ever. Yeah. yeah, it's gonna be one of those things. It's like we're gonna look at Aaron Phillips, and she's gonna have such a good career. And then there's like. 18 to 21 year olds who are currently in the system who are like, This is true. Yeah, your record's going to, for football, I mean. Yeah. Phillips says, Did she coach it as well, basketball? Oh, I think she was coach? an assistant coach at some point. Yeah. That's ridiculous. Yeah. Anyway, she's a jet. Yeah. She's like Australian Hall of Fame, Sports Hall of Fame. Oh, easy, easy. For like multi sports. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I work at the museum that has Australia Sport Hall of Fame, mm-hmm. and you're in a sport with your sporting category, and there's a, some of the sports just have a star, which means you were so good at multiple sports. Erin Phillips will be in that Hall of Fame, and she will have a star. Yeah. That's big. But your analysis is big. Oh, uh, yeah. Also, analysis paralysis, if you're still listening, you're a stupid con. And <laughs> every single listener of the show thinks you're an idiot. Yeah. Who did they barrack for? Adelaide. <laughs> oh, uh, how'd that go for them this week? Uh, not well, that well. actually ties pretty well into... So at 3.05 p.m. on Prime Saturday, time. the 11th of November... Prime time. They decided, hey, let's start the finals now. And at Norwood Oval in Adelaide, uh, heavy favourites, Adelaide played Brisbane, Sean. So I'm so... Top of the table, only lost one game, Adelaide. Was it heavy? Were they heavy favourites? Uh, yeah. They were, they were favourites. I know in. this was an upset, but... It wasn't. Me, I, I, I'm not shocked at all. Whoa! No, really, I'm, I'm not. Sean, the only, who's the only team that Adelaide Brisbane lost to this seven year? Seven and three in the last ten against Adelaide. Yeah. yeah, before this game, I think. Yeah, and yeah, we beat them this not like only a few weeks You're ago. You're the only team to beat them in 2023. We play pretty well against them. Yep. Um, I, I was not shocked. I really was not. I think it was the Adelaide and, that and looked I, so strong. And I think that this is a grand final preview. Whoa! Yeah. You reckon they're going to go the long yep. way? If yeah. if that happens, will that be in Springfield or will we back at Norwood because they the finished thing. on top? I was top. talking about this in the group chat. I don't quite know how it works. I assume Adelaide is still the number one seed, or do they lose that right now because Brisbane beat them? It, like, how does that work? Do you know? Do you know? Because I was thinking, yeah, Brisbane now are maybe going to host the grand final, but I don't. The only way I think technically they can do that is if Sydney or Geelong make it. Yes. Well, I don't well, know. No, only one of those because one of them will have to go through Brisbane. Yeah, Geelong, and Geelong. <laughs> so if Sydney make the grand final against Brisbane, it'll well, be in Brisbane. Is it? Is that how, how it, it works? Work? I don't think. I feel like Adelaide lose the right to host a grand final when they lost the opening week. I think that the like the people AFL house will look at it and they'll just be like, "Well, Adelaide love it. Just put it back in Adelaide." I just feel like that's that's dog shit. If Adelaide get to host it again after watching it in this, especially if they play Brisbane, especially if they play Brisbane, I again. don't know how that works. I I have to assume Adelaide. Keep top seed. Yeah, I'm isn't, with... it, isn't it just the highest finishing team will host the grand final? Yeah, it, d- yeah. but doesn't it change? I don't uh, think so. I think technically it should, but I don't think it does. So do I'm not require them to do will... like some maths or it's think correct. about it for twenty seconds. There will but, but, be someone so, we so know who can thing, answer right? this question, um, and yeah. their name is Gemma. And Bastiani. their name is Gemma Bastiani, but we haven't asked her, so but we say, don't know. Say North win the prelim. Yep. Like, do they not have a greater claim? 100%. Then if Adelaide make the grand final? 100%. Even though they finished third. Yep. I think this is they've why- They've won in week one. They've won again. Like, this, I feel like by losing round yep. one, What's Adelaide like if, forfeit that right. This, if you finish- Here's the thing. If you finish first, and then you bomb out in straight sets last year, or finish second, sorry, and then you bomb out in straight sets like Melbourne did last season, mm. they technically finish fifth or something, right? Yeah. That's how the draft picks work. Yeah, should, like, should North Melbourne technically be the number one seed now? North and Brisbane, right? Well, I think that- 
this is this is why I think that it's just going to be an Adelaide because then they have to think about these things. I feel like it will be Adelaide. I yeah. don't think it's or, right. Or they just go full neutral and just play it at Icon. <sighs> MCG. No, I can't. It's a cricket pitch in the middle. Oh, yeah, that's true. Um, anyway, Sean. Sean. Yes. You beat him. Brisbane won by two points. You know what's funny about this game? I looked up the stats today, and Adelaide sort of dominated a lot of the key stats, mm. apart from forward line efficiency. Yep. Like they were, they were very inaccurate. What do you have the scores in front of you, Joel? What were they? Five at half, seven. What were they at half time though? Uh, at half time, four, four goals four, straight, four straight, yeah, four then, straight to three three. And then they so they kicked one goal seven in the last in the second half. Whereas I think Brisbane kicked, kicked three goals straight. Yeah. There you go. There, there's your ball, <laughs> including two huge clutch ones. The the one from um D- Davidson. She kicked one in the second half. Uh, I can't remember when she kicked her two. Actually, I think she kicked. Ali Anderson kicked the fourth quarter goal. The the Sophie Conway bomb to the square. Ali yeah. Anderson and people are like, oh, she stole Conway's goal. I think it's a smart play because just the the, ball, um, the bounce of the ball, whatever, just but, make it happen. But the two Adelaide players are right next to her. Yeah, like it's if she lets that roll through, there's a chance one of those players gets a hand to also, it. So Conway kicks enough goals. Yeah. Share it around. Give it to Ali Anderson. She doesn't kick a lot of goals. Brisbane were just great in the midfield, and you, you kind of you watch it and you go, "Are they going to put a hard tag on Marinoff? What are they going to do?" I think Marinoff still had like twenty five touches or something. Yep. I think her efficiency maybe was probably a bit lacking. Well, I think they went, "You can do that." Yeah. We'll just. I think. Fifty six percent. Fifty six percent. I'm sure she usually goes a little bit higher than that. Well, she has this season. I, I think what it looked like Brisbane did is you really utilize. I think you, Brisbane utilized their outside like wing players way more effectively than Adelaide did. And their high half forwards way more effectively than Adelaide did. I felt this watching is the, thing, the game. You got Conway and O'Dwyer. Yep, who and Allinger, who's having Allen- a huge. season. Allinger's probably been the most improved player on that list. Um, she's been fucking awesome. Yeah, especially after she came back from the, uh, <laughs> the one week off. Eight, hey. uh, <laughs> settle down. Partying too hard. Partying too hard. Um, um she's been supercharged since yep. then. She she's been really fucking good. Yep. Um, I've like Courtney Hodder for me. I watch her this year. I'll say in the last two seasons. Probably hasn't recaptured that that awesome, awesome form yep. of recent times. She's playing a slightly different role, though. She's a well, bit she higher up. Like, she's spent a lot of time in the midfield, like in the center square in this mm. game, and I actually really liked it. She's like 152 centimeters. So small. I think she had 10 tackles for the game. Jesus. She's the smallest player in the AFLW. She, and I'm she tackles sure. so well because of the rugby background. And is she the shortest player in the I think the she's league? the smallest player in the yeah, league. Yeah, okay. Um, Watching her tackle Anne Hatchard was a funny thing as well because Hatchard's one of those big body midfielders. Like she's quite yeah, tall yeah. and takes like good marks, but, but she's just got like a backpack on her. Yeah, who is slowly bringing her yeah, but down. Holder's great because it's a lower center of gravity and she just goes in the middle. Whereas mm. like we see it a lot, a lot of players go high and you shrug the shoulder yeah. up and you give away a free kick, and and Holder doesn't fall into that as much. Yeah, when she tackles you, she she pins you. She locks the legs too. I still think she. I still think there's areas of her game that need to improve, and there's a few Brisbane players like this who aren't. For me, one touch enough. They're a bit sort of fumbly with the ball and, and that sort of thing. And Hodder can be like that. Sometimes yeah. sometimes the magic in her brain is moving quicker than what her hands But it's can the thing do. if you don't ever want it to it's that 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 story of um Rioli getting to Hawthorne and someone a goal kicking coach or some development coach shitting him down and going, Okay, we're gonna change a few of these things, blah 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 and one of the other coaches walking up and be like don't ever fucking listen to this man again. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You you just keep doing what you you don't if, need to do that. The, the thing is, she's she's nearly the most dangerous player in the league. Yeah, and doesn't get the space anymore. No. If she some if she finds any space, you're in trouble. You're dead. Yeah, it's like you are. Yeah. She, that goal. She she set up that first goal to Dakota. That yeah. kick. Like she had. They gave her. They gave her a meter. Yeah. And in two steps, she suddenly had ten. 
Brisbane, I thought, would like they just jumped out immediately. Like, yeah, and, and this can never do this for the whole game, but that pressure, particularly mm. in that first quarter, was off the fucking chain. Yeah. Adelaide couldn't breathe, and Adelaide then balanced the ledger back. They didn't. It was always going to happen, so it became an arm wrestle. And fuck, Brisbane gave away at least two goals for a really stupid. No, there were three goals, I think, for really stupid the things. The Allinger kick back. Allinger kick back was horrendous, and. Oh, who was it? Poppy I think Bolts. Poppy Bolts. Poppy Bolts gave away two. Yeah. One of them was a shocker. One of them, the ball had been knocked out, and she's already on her knees, and she just thought, I'll just dive on it. Mm. In the like top of the goal square. Yeah. What do you think is going to happen? Jones kicked four. Yep. She's a good player. <laughs> she's a very good player. <laughs> Plays very angry. She play uh, take mark of the century, Sean? <laughs> oh, mate. Every time I um every time I see her line up for a goal or something and she kicks a goal from like the top of the goal square. I'm just yep. like, yep, Adelaide fans are going to get that over the line. That's going to be the the mark of the year, the mark of the yep. century. She was very good, though. Adelaide are a good team. They are. They're a, a very good side. Did she kick a goal from the center square? She actually kicked a bomb from 50. In, oh. this, in this game? Yeah. Oh, I can't she remember. Kicked she kicked that, that buzzer beater one, too, right on the siren yeah. from 50 this or is the 45. Thing for Brisbane. There were a few, like, so giving away probably three goals for stupid free kicks. There was the the one right at the end. It, was, yep. it felt, I had the feeling of one of those games where, like, this is going to be a tight game. But then they steadied have they when they needed for themselves. to. And yeah, they steadied. That and last two minutes where they just weathered a storm and just yeah. um, Smith and Hickey, weathered, huge stuff. Weathered the storm, but gave us all a heart attack. And it was two separate acts from two oh. speedy sisters. Spark and spark, bounce, bounce, bounce. Fuck, <laughs> fucking hell. <laughs> it's a problem every year. Every year I watch, particularly Kathy. Her bounce technique is so fucking wild. Did she just play basketball or something? She, uh, must. she gets down too high on it. And yeah. every time I watch it, I'm like, I hope this works out. Yeah. The bo- Ruby's the- even quicker. Yeah. And yeah. She fucked that I one think, right I think, at the yeah, end. I think both Part of me nearly fast. died. They're too fast. <laughs> They're too fast. They're too fast. And to be honest, everything else they do makes up for it a thousand fold. I so. want to talk about Kathy Spark because yeah. there were a couple of times, because of the way the camera angle was, because it's Norwood, mm-hmm. we got some really great like close-ups of players. There was a shot when Kathy Spark was running into 50 and just burning whoever was chasing her. Her legs, man, her quads, holy, when she's at full flight, like pumping as fast as she can, I was like, those legs don't belong on a human being. She's the most powerful player in the world. That is just insane. I love having her on the team. Turbo legs. Just the bounce of the ball. Whew. Fucking hell. Sean. Yeah. You're in a prelim. It's good. Home it's prelim good. too. At Michael Voss Oval. And Brighton Homes Arena. Like, and two weeks ago, it was looking like you weren't even going to make top four. Brisbane have had that sort of weird year. This is the thing about Brisbane. They <laughs> they're they're like sea biscuit. <laughs> Have you seen Seabiscuit? Toby Maguire is very Maguire. Yeah. yeah. You know when Seabiscuit, the horse, yeah. is unchallenged? Yeah. Yes. Or seemingly unchallenged. It's not interested in the fight. Mm. It's only when a rider comes back and says, hey, mate, lock eyes with this horse, and then it goes, fuck you, I'm going to kill you. <laughs> yeah. Brisbane are a little bit like that. Brisbane is Seabiscuit. There's been times this year they played St. Kilda. Um, what the other one they dropped? They dropped that one to Collingwood. They dropped one to Richmond as well. Yep. Yep. When they've come up against the big teams, they fucking turn it on. Like yeah. they obliterated Melbourne. Yep. They they at stages in the Adelaide game they looked capable of like murdering Adelaide. Yep. Um and they beat North. Like they've beaten all the good teams. The patchy performances have been when like the stakes don't seem as high. Yeah. Yep. So You've also, you know, you can't discount the fact too that for oh, a mate. lot of the year Brisbane are adjusting to missing Wardlaw, Bodie, and Bates. So there's a lot of yeah, shuffling. And, and, and Bodie Brody's probably the most crucial one there, but 
Bodie and Wardlaw, that's it's huge. Stru- as in structurally, because I mean. yeah, for a lot of the season I watch, and like Brisbane's midfield's been awesome. They've covered the the role of Bates really well. It's been yeah. great. It's when they get it in the forward line, it's not always the efficiency is there. There are times when it's like it's Dakota or bust. If they they're not taking them up, like the pressure's really good. And Gemma did a great article article I think where Brisbane were number one for tackles inside fifty or maybe number two. I can't remember. Uh, definitely Some, number one. Something crazy like seventeen or eighteen tackles a game. You had 50. that in the first quarter. Yeah, and so the pressure is great. It's just been the that sort of the polish to finish. Yeah, and polish, you know that you you lose a lot of polish when you yeah. lose Bodie and Wardlaw. So to overcome that, they've been really good. They've had some good, like um, Mullins has been a good pickup, and Postlewaite's coming this year from oh, back from injury. Yeah, and she's fucking great. And just I don't know, it chips in. Everyone's in. All our Dwyer's getting forward and kicking goals. Conway's been doing it all year. Yep. It's very stuff. exciting. Yeah, there were times when it looked in the season where like, oh, maybe Brisbane, it's just going to be a little bit too hard. But now it's wide open again. Yeah. Because all the teams that are in it, Brisbane play well against. Yeah. So What's this also is another, crazy, another big opportunity. After this week one of the finals, Sean, yeah. it is absolutely wide open. Oh, it's wide open. For, <laughs> we'll get to that. Yeah, absolutely. Next game. Next game. So this was fucking unexpected. Well- Here's the thing. Your first season in, you win no games, and I think you lose by an average of 10 goals. You make finals after winning some games, losing a few here and there, but starting to put it together. You roll up to Gold Coast, who've been pretty good this year. Yes, no row bottom, but they did very well last week against um, your girls without row bottom. Yeah. You think, oh, they're, they're still Gold Coast. They're still very good. Sydney are kind of, you know, who knows? Fucking blew them up. I thought the final margin flattered Gold Coast a lot. Well, I think Sydney took the foot off in the last quarter. Yeah. I think Gold Coast kicked the last goal. Yep. Yeah. Um, but, like, we know she's good. But, boys, Chloe Malloy, she's pretty good at footy. Yeah. She's, uh, <laughs> but it's not just her. Like, the whole team are doing amazing stuff. Like, Hurley, McAvoy, they're both playing. Gardner. Awesome. Gardner. Um, is it Ham? Ham? Ham. Like, there's so many players in this team that are starting to bob up, but you can't discount a player like Chloe Malloy, who's got that sort of energy of those, like your big dogs in the NBA, Sean. Yeah. You know, we had, we had a conversation a couple of weeks back. We are watching LeBron. He's playing like a, like a bit shit. And we said, does he still have it in him? And then Sean, I think he scored 18 in the next quarter. And we went, he's definitely still got it Sean, in him. Sean, does it feel good to know over the last like 12 to 18 months, we've actively just entirely changed Tom's brain. Yeah. He sees everything in NBA or Fortnite now. I love it's it. True. He's a basketball true. boy now. I haven't seen Fortnite in NBA. Mm. <laughs> I could say a player's name. Tom will know. Probably, yeah. What's wrong with James Harden, Tom? Oh, he's he's not the uh he's not the system. He's the problem. I love it. <laughs> That's big. He's a machine. He's uh he's 0 4. They're 0 4 since he's come across with the Clippers mm. Joel and falling apart. Well it's like I always say he's toxic. He and not like Britney Spears' song, which is a banger. He's just banged up. Yeah, get him out of there. Uh, does that mean Clippers currently are a team full of star, a s- team team full of stars rather than a superstar team? Yeah. Well, the NBA is different because, like, Boston are right now a team full of stars that are playing well. But I think the issue for the Clippers is no. I think just, you can actually brought- you can actually say Boston are a good team. They've been yeah. to the conference finals. They've been to the actual finals in the last two years. Like that's a good team. That's they just true. Haven't gone all the way. Clippers, yes, Joel. Team full of superstars. Four of their, four of their starting five are all stars. Yeah, so yeah. a team full of superstars, not but a they, superstar. Here's the thing: they were doing okay when three of their starting five are all stars. They were doing okay, yes. Yeah, yeah. well, yeah, it, it is possible. There's, there's one guy in there. Yeah, yeah. It's hard when you, it's it's that thing of like with NBA. There's always one player in every team, in every starting five, who's like the guy, and 
for the Clippers, James Harden wants to be the guy, but it's probably Leonard. This well, is when you have these super teams who yeah. have your three or four gun players. The balls in the 90s. Well, yeah, but it's- <laughs> But everyone, well, I mean, knew, everyone knew it was Jordan. It's, so the, psych- okay. it's the psychology of it now where it's like you need you need probably three out of those four to accept that they're not the guy. Yeah. yeah. And you've got a lot of egos in the NBA. Yeah. That's so tough. It's like AD. He knows he's not the guy. He's not the guy. LeBron is the man. Yep. AD's not a bad second guy, though. That's that's true. I anyway. think you're the second guy to LeBron. One, you cop it. Two, you're like, being the second guy is actually kind of like being the guy. Mm. When the other guy's LeBron. At yeah. Boston, Jalen Brown, he's the highest paid guy on the on the roster. He's, he's not, not the, guy. the guy. No. But he but he's okay with that. He I knows think. he's not the guy. Because he's friends with the guy. Yeah. Do you know what I realized today? They were both picked three a year apart. That's crazy. Yep. That's fucking wild. Mm. We're having a conversation today at work about pick threes being a good pick, and we yeah. went through a bunch of them. There's a heap of good pick threes. Tatum Brown, Michael Jordan was pick three. Mm. It's just, just NBA. Yeah. Who was pick three in the AFL? Chris Judd? Uh, I or, think so. Yeah, Judd. Um, was McCluggage pick three? Yeah. Yep. McCluggage was a pick three. Was Bond three or four? Bond was four, Bond I think. Bond was four, yeah. yeah. Pick three was Billings. Ah. That was the Billings over Bond one. There's still time. Yeah, he could come good. I believe in Jack Billings. Wait, where'd he go? Uh, he's at the D's. Go and fuck yourself, Jack. Yeah. <laughs> he's, he's gone there for the culture. Yeah. Anyway. Great culture. Speaking of great culture, the Bloods culture, the boys got up to Gold Coast. I saw um, Callum Mills, not wrestling anybody, <laughs> um, was up there. But it was great to see. Like, this is so rad for Sydney. And again, next week doesn't matter. This week didn't. Like, if they lost this week, okay. If they lose next week, okay. They've gone from last and and terrible. To be honest, winning a few games this year, tick. Yeah, that yeah. was Making it. Finals, whoo, winning a final, Jesus Christ. And even like, even if next year they- Go all the way. <laughs> beat Adelaide, <laughs> play Brisbane in the grand beat final. Beat Adelaide in Adelaide. Wow. Beat an angry Adelaide in Adelaide. Well, anything is possible. Can we talk about the best thing from this game? Yeah. Two, four, six, eight, Chloe Malloy can't kick straight. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so funny, so- Chloe Malloy's kicked a goal and then it's done some like two, four, six, eight thing with her hands. And it's like, what that? And then like a, like a fuck you sort of thing. Yeah. And then during the coverage, Sam Lane's like, yeah, a fan, a very vocal Gold Coast fan has been yelling out like two, four, six, eight, you can't kick straight to her when she's going for, going for goal. So she can get turned back to him and signed, yeah, two, four, six, eight. Go fuck yourself. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> and I love it. That's good. That's good. It's good to have explosive personalities in the AFLW. That's really good if stuff. If someone wants to look. We're obviously against violence. If someone wants to kick a goal, then jump the fence and fight a fan, I'll allow it. Yeah, you should get one a year. Or mulligan. A mulligan. Oh. <laughs> a mulligan for every player or a mulligan for the team? No, for the team. Yep. Yeah, team mulligan. So I think your point... And the, like, the team spins the wheel to decide who gets to do it. Each week. Or you just back your teammates and go, I trust it in the moment. The if right you mulligan need to do will be it, made. You'll do it. There'll be a moment and... where two players will look at one another and they'll be like... It's yours. Does it have to be specifically a jump into the crowd? You can probably bash your opposition coach too. I think it should be a jump in the crowd and it has to be a headbutt. Oh, <laughs> one action. Jukes of Hazard remake style. Headbutting, like you see it in the movies, it's so psycho. Yeah. Whenever I someone would never, headbutts. I would never choose it as no, an option. But it's, it's powerful. It is powerful, but like, how do you do it without hurting yourself? You can't. You can't. That's that's why it's such a big choice. Ah, cinema lies. Do you ever see you, in no, like you, 
You go for the you go for the headbutt into the nose. I think is the win to the nose. Well, yeah. the, the John's soft for you, but yeah. hurts them. Yeah. yeah. And the yeah. other one is the the John Wick thing. Anytime John Wick headbutts afterwards, counters always like oh, and holds yeah, his head. It would. It would hurt. It hurt. I mean, John Wick. It's it's the height of realism for me. Yeah. yeah. John Wick, perfect cinema, five stars. Yeah. My brother is recently friend of the show, Snake Man. He's gone on the John Wick journey. Love it. My dad has also gone on the John Wick journey. Fantastic. I'm in a group chat with Jacob and my dad where they just talk about John Wick. <laughs> just well, John Wick quotes. Literally just John Wick quotes. Yeah. Well, when you uh, go back to talking about the guy, when we're playing Fortnite, Jacob's the guy. Yeah. Yeah. When, J- Kay- J- oh, when Kaden's around. Yeah. Unless Kados the weapon's in, then Kados is the guy. And then, But Jacob knows that he's not the guy when, when Kados is there. This is true. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. We uh, we had a win the other night, Sean. Where as a team we had twenty five kills. Of playing with my friends, uh, maybe more actually. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two year contracts, they said, "What the f- are you talking about? You insane Hollywood ass." So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. I think about 25, 26 kills. That's insane. That's a disgusting As kill. a team, he had 17. The man the had guy. 17? The man had 17. Uh, the guy. The so guy. Yeah, yeah, he had 17. I've I've had a few where I've felt like the guy. Yeah. And then I end up coming like seventh. But yeah, I get but, like eleven kills. Yeah. But you look at that and you know, seventh with eleven kills is is powerful. You'd yeah. rather that than winning with three kills, I reckon. Yeah, I'd take the win. I think I've got wins with one kill before. <sighs> Just a good drop. That's filth. Good drop, not seeing any action. Then when the storm circle gets third really partying sp- for the win. Uh, third partying for the win, or yeah. just surprising, so just predator style, dropping I, out of a tree. Or I actually something. rate a third party win. Yeah. yeah, yeah. When you roll in, what the best third party win is when you get both of them. Mm. That's good. Double third party. Nah, I like to let them take out. Let the them third fight. One, and then they feel powerful, and then boom, they're going through the loot. They're like, oh, this is a legendary weapon. You're dead. I <laughs> fall for that all the time because I kill someone, they drop a shield. I'm like, time to heal up. Yeah, forgetting that. I've just been all over everyone's map in that firefight. Everyone knows where I am. (laughs) I'm standing in a field with not a single rock for coverage for 100 meters in any direction. Now's the perfect time to fucking lock into a chug jug. When I started playing, I liked to avoid the fight a little bit. Yeah. Be like, no, I'll I'll last longer if I just, just fight when I need to. 
But now I, when I see the, when I see it flare up on the screen, I'm like, I get there. Yeah, yeah. You got it. You got to get. You got to get close enough to figure out where the shots are coming from. If the shots are coming from the direction that you're running, like as in, like if you're clearly like uh, parallel with the fight, danger. Oh, not parallel. Uh, basically, if bullets are flying in your direction, dangerous. If they're going like horizontal, you're on. You're on. I go anyway. I back myself in. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Oh, if they're coming at you, that's good because you can just run up behind. Shotgun in the back of it's, the head. It's insane when someone's locked in a battle with someone else, how close you can get. Yeah. You can get right in there with the shotgun. <laughs> yeah. It's also really good. Because uh, the other person must be like, fuck yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> because then they're like, all right, I've got to get ready to go this guy. Yeah. Well, but they've been the in time, a gunfight. Yeah. A lot of the time, it, both players are jumping and like trying really hard to shoot each other. So they don't even really know what's going on. All of, all of a sudden, everyone's dead. Mm. It's good stuff. It's good stuff. Speaking of everyone dead. Gold Coast, again, a great season from Gold Coast. Yeah. You think if Robottom plays, it's probably a closer game? Definitely, I think. Because they just they just missed that aid. Like, you look at who, like, Malloy was really the Like, there was a lot of, again, Sydney have a lot of good players, but the Malloy factor was a huge factor in this game. Mm-hmm. And I think there's your A-grade thing. I'm really happy for Laura Gardner, too. Mm-hmm. Couldn't break into Geelong's midfield. She's playing fucking awesome. Always knew she could do it. Missed opportunity there. Yeah, I was going to say, do you reckon they regret it? But then I remembered what happens on Sunday, and I reckon they don't care. I don't think they regret it, no. I, I, I think it's just one of those unfortunate things where in the in the three on balls we have, she's fourth. And that's, just, and that's not, a, I would that's say not how bad she is. Three on ballers you had, she was fourth. Now yeah. she'd be one. I don't necessarily agree with that. Gardner. Mm, not one. No. Who's one? Been the conversation for one, though, to be honest. Yeah, who's one? Georgie? Who's your, who's your best, Tom? Here's the thing. Oh, McDonald's. It's, it's, well, McDonald's, one of them. I think this season it's been um, it's been Nina. Well, I'll take Gardner then. Yeah. <laughs> Tom, are you fucked? As in consistently, Georgie's got- no, Georgie's that's, got the, that's the exact opposite argument for Nina Morrison. She has not been consistent this year at all. I feel like she absolutely has. She disappears for whole games pretty frequently. She gets used on the wing a bit. Oh, yeah. Tom. It's who's, Georgie. Who's your A grade? Yeah, it's Georgie. On the ball. Yeah, it's Georgie. Okay. I saw it on the weekend, Sean. Gardner. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> well, next game. Well, we're here. I think uh, there's an email that probably sums this game up. For yeah. Uh, this is from Daniel. Uh, the body of the email is just a sad emoji. The subject is, it's Essen Dover. <laughs> <laughs> I really love, I love, I love this thing of putting over at the end of things. It's so good. Yeah. Uh, I'm excited. I'm excited after Sydney roll Adelaide for it to be Crover. <laughs> I love that. It's gonna be good. Um, Joel, we went to this game. Yep, together. You yep. guys still friends? Yeah. Yep. I got to taste a world oh, famous a mile of ice cream. No, didn't see any. D- you didn't look. I did look. No, I said did you get a mile of ice cream, and you said I didn't look at the ice cream. There was no freezer. There were, there were people walking around with, with drumsticks, with Cornettos. The food place I went to had no freezer. And in fact, half the stuff it was offering on the menu wasn't there either. So I don't know what the fuck's going That's on in July. piss poor, but well. lucky someone else lined up some food. Someone always prepares. And his name is Terrence, Terrence Team Ann Reed. What'd you give the hot dog out of five stars? Out of five stars, easy four. Easy four. Okay. Hello. <laughs> That's a Tom Reed one. <sighs> May as well be. No, no, I understand. Uh, it loses, obviously. What did it lose? I think it loses half a star due to the vibe. 
Okay. Of, when did you have it? What part of the game? Uh, it was a quarter time, so it was already we were already fucked. Yeah, that'll do it. Yeah. Uh, and it loses another half a star for Tom's terrible source application. I was so it's three and a half. No, it loses. So it was four stars. Didn't you say it lost a star? Half, oh, sorry, oh, half, half a star. Half and half. It, yeah, both. It loses half a star. What did, what did you do with the source? So the sauce is in a, re- a, so- a sauce bottle that has yeah. been emptied and reused multiple times. Okay. And it just, it's it's real squirty. <laughs> no, it's... it's uh, so it was running out? No, no, no. It, it just comes it, out fucked. It had that vibe, though. So no evenness in the application. Doesn't... On anyone's sausage, on anyone's hot dogs, it's just sort of blobs. So this man's waited years for a Terrence Reid hot dog. Yep. And then Tom fucked it. And you fucked up the sauce. I think the hot dog was still delicious. The hot dog was still delicious. Tomato sauce? Yep. yep. No mustard? No mustard. No, no mustard. Interesting. Your dad's not a mustard man? No, we don't do mustard in our house. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Just, I just, that, that's just a true fact. We don't do mustard in yeah. our Fair house. Fair enough. Um, Terrence on... also, I just want to say, um, tested the limits of his thermos abilities. With capacity? Yeah. So <laughs> there were six people that required hot dogs, and he's like, I can only get five in. Oof, so mom, she had hers in the car. <laughs> Fantastic. That's yeah. all right. Brilliant. She she probably won't respect that. But yeah, you, you got a hot dog, which was delicious. Yep. We got a six people to footy. I had to do the most stressful thing in the world, Joel. Amanda and I arrived at the game first. We had to save four additional seats. Why is it so stressful? Four's a big number of seats Not to really, try to save. really, just throw a scarf down. Yeah, we did, but it's like there's only two of us. and So you sit apart. Yeah, but four, again, four. Did you sit big... apart? We did, yeah. Oh, okay. I don't think I don't see why that would be an issue. Nah, four's a big number to save. It was fucking packed. Yeah, it was full. That whole wing, chockers. Wouldn't know it if you watched it on TV. Uh, official attendance was like six thousand eight hundred. Yeah. Mm. It was um, it was unreal. It was one of the. I think it's the biggest crowd they've had for week one to three of the of a finals game. That that one game, Geelong. Paid incident. ticket, yeah. And a shit like a really good even spread of. Geelong and Bombers fans. Like, yeah, quite I'd, a big contingent of Bombers came down, which is awesome to see. As someone who went to most of the Windy Hill games this year, I'd be curious to see the official attendance of Essendon games this year because it felt like that... It felt crazy. Our fans were turning out... Not saying that there was definitely other clubs that had either bigger attendance or just as big. But I don't know. It just feels like... I don't know if it's because the Essendon fans this year were, like, very vocal, but comparing it to, like, last season... Uh, sorry, uh, comparing it to like the season before Essendon joined, where I was going to like Carlton games, totally di- different atmosphere. Yeah, but yeah, this game it was done was... in the first fucking ten minutes. It we I, I could have messaged you, Tom, after the second goal and said it's over. Hey, Sean, don't worry because Tom kept talking about next week before quarter time. I beg your pardon. He would say a thing. He'd be like, "Oh, so next week?" Uh, he'd be like. Next week it means we're going to be playing. I can't remember. Let's just say Melbourne in the first quarter. No, my, no, quarter no, no. Can no, I no, clarify? No, 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 no. Let him no, cook. No, no. Let him finish. All right. And then, and then he, yeah. and then Tom would, I think, remember who he was talking to, and then be like, "Oh, obviously, if it stays like this, and we win." Explain yourself. My concern was so Chloe Shear went off in the first quarter, and I thought if she's concussed herself and we get through next week, she's out for next week. Not well. how it was said. So if she miss, if she's concussed. She won't get to play against Melbourne next week. I didn't say Melbourne. I just said if we get through, she won't yeah, play next didn't week. Know the results. Is that the yeah. only thing you said? Or was there a bit more? No, there was a bit more of that. Anytime anything happened, because there was another injury scare. Oh, yeah, Georgie at one point. In like the first quarter. No, that uh, happened, no, no, no. That, that was the, the first quarter. quarter incident. There was something else. Either you were talking at halftime about something. Well, at, at halftime, it was, what, 7-1. to one. 
at halftime, seven goals to one. Yeah. Seven but goals in the, to so two. in the first quarter, you oh, yeah, that's pretty disrespectful to your friend over there. He, I was keeping. I was being pretty well behaved. Terrence not being like well behaved not. at all. What was Terrence doing? No, he, he's he was very just, rowdy. He was just excited. Terrence was, I would say, far more respectful. He was just cheering the game. Tom's getting in my ear talking about next week. Tom. That's sorry, mate, but that's a disgrace. <laughs> I don't think I, I And I'm I, sorry I came back. See ya. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, Sean. That's why we need you to stop activities like this. Jeez, Tom, I thought you changed. He just winked. I'll kill you. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, that was my fib. Was was the Chloe Shear one? But uh, we uh, well, you don't need to worry about a concussion now because it turns out it was a broken collarbone. It's a broken collarbone. I was, I was. That's what you get. I was anxious going into this game because Geelong's game style this year has been our outside run, and Essendon's game style has been contest. Yeah, and in the game, the the game at Warnable. Did you read Gemma's article? Absolutely, I did. She's a jet. Everyone read it. It's a fucking great article. But in this game, like, the, but it, but also our, our styles, like that pressure game that you brought in that Warnable game. Yeah, if that happened, that was going to be stressful because it's a final bit more pressure. I was like, all right, we need to start really well. First clearance, Georgie P, straight down the throat of it Maloney. Goal became very apparent that GMHBA Stadium is Geelong's home ground very quickly. Um, uh, yeah. The ground shape and size, as yeah. it looked lost straight away. I'll make a big call. Don't think it would have mattered. I agree. Anytime, anywhere. Yeah. Except Warnable. That was earlier in the year. That was like the NBA before the All-Star well, break. We, we had that. that we, had, we had a period where we lost two or three in a row in the middle part of the year. We hit a bit of a slump, and then we've come back out the other side. Yeah. yeah. That was round, it was round five. Just think the Bombers just ran aground, really, in the, back, in the end of the year. Hmm. They lost to West Coast. Should have been better against Gold Coast. Yeah, smash Carlton in the middle, though. Yeah. Carlton, I, not a good team. I, I think this is a great but step neither forward. neither are West Coast. Hmm. I think this is a great step forward for Essendon. Well, it's kind of a step backwards because we were the best expansion team and now we're not. Eh, they're but, still, but nah, they're, I don't think you can rate yourself against Sydney. That's just been an explosion. Yeah, mm. and, and Essendon, all the wheels are there for Essendon to keep progressing. Look, I just know that this football club doesn't want me to know happiness yeah. because it's going to be at least... 20 years since we've won a final by the time we get an opportunity to play a final again. I can't remember what quarter it was, but Natalie Wood was asked something about... Would have been halftime, because this was directly in front of us, and she looked. I couldn't hear the question, obviously, it was, but she looked cut. It was that one of the assistant coaches you know, during the break was running down to meet the you know, to meet the players and all that, and she was asked about that, like, oh, so that coach ran down, um, he must have had you know, something important to say about what he saw from up there. What can you tell us about that? And her response was just something like, oh, no, it's just because it's a fair, like a long way between there and down here, so he was just running. And they're like, all right, cool, thanks, Natalie. That was it. <laughs> um, yeah, there's some the, – the, the first half uh, was the display of like the Prasparka sisters. You just got to look at the similarities and then also the differences. We've talked about on the show before mm-hmm. uh, how Maddie is a, is a sledgehammer and Georgie is a samurai sword. They both hurt you, but they do it in different ways. And you got to see that, like, there are times where Maddie's just wrestling her way out of a contest and she gets free. And then you watch Georgie Give me just... that, but make it Mission Impossible. One's a scalpel and one's a hammer. Oh, there it is. Yeah. Come on. There. Sorry, it was, mate. It was right there. Yeah. Um, they played on each other for exactly 30 seconds. Yep. And, and there fought. was a fight. <laughs> it was literally one, one ball up. They ended up on one another and they just started pushing each other. Who won the fight? Well, uh, no, yes, but Georgie then got the ball, I think, and yeah. So it was like a situation when Maddie like 
because it, it wasn't just pushing. They were like holding on. Yeah, to they were wrestling each other. Them, them fighting each other is probably the best chance we'll get of the third Prasparka sister running in, just coming in to break the fight. Um, Stop it, you two to win the fight. Oh, um, Alpha Dog. It was like a situation Out of where. Yeah. <laughs> Like yeah, from under were... the grass, a PKO, <laughs> Prasparskis, Prasparskis KO. Um, yeah, it was a bit of wrestling, but then Georgie like lost the wrestling thing, but then just got the ball, got the, like burnt off, got yep. the ball, got the ball, got the win. Yep, Georgie. Uh, yeah, Georgie got the ball, got the win. Uh, the Prasparskis sisters did kick back to back goals, which is pretty good. Georgie's goal, two. Georgie's goal was a fucking juicy goal where I stood for it, uh, where the ball, yeah. Essendon had smothered the ball and then had handballed it out and just, you know, when a player just runs past, like just the, the that the, a player will run past an opposition player, just got a hand in, tapped it to herself, streaming into the goal, nailed it. That was the last goal I think we kicked. Um, one of the things I want to talk about is Maloney, Ashling Maloney. Came into this game, I think this is her 11th or 12th game of AFLW. She's mm-hmm. from Ireland. I've talked about her every week. I fucking love her. Mm-hmm. This was her like, oh, she's here. 18 disposals, marked fucking everything, kicked two goals, could have kicked three or four, set up some huge kicks, like just fucked big bombs in to like parry and cheer when she was still out there. Just she looks like she's going to be, once she really settles into this game, fucking watch out. She's so tall but so good below her knees. She's fast. She can kick it like 45, 50. She's got a she's great mark overhead, out in front, on the chest. She's just... She's fucking dangerous, man, and I'm so excited to She's, see her. She, I will say, nearly that, killed Maddie. I'm pretty sure. Uh, yes, yes. Yeah. Uh, she is also the player that got me. She was like kind of my secret weapon in the uh, f- grand final in the AFLW fantasy tipping. Congrats on your win. Thank you. One win, one loss, but we don't talk about the loss. We only we only remember wins here. Yeah, we do. Yeah. I did find out just a quick update on that grand final win. Mm. So it's how we were saying, oh, don't count my chickens before they hatch because the AFLW app is fucked. Mm. When the game when the games had concluded, the scores were actually level. <laughs> and then you won by three. I won by three. Holy shit! Someone lost a handball. What a clutch win. That's a kick, Tom. You've been doing fantasy for fucking handball's one point, Tom. I'm gonna let you in on a secret, boys. I don't know how the points score. <sighs> that does not surprise me. I'm honestly shocked you know how the money works in it. Cut his microphone off. Yeah. Like, He's back. <laughs> He's back. <laughs> that wink is the best wink I've ever got. <laughs> Move on. Um, Joel, how you feeling? Bad. Yeah. Um, yeah. Did you guys shake hands? We did. Yeah. Like, as soon as the I got siren... a Terrence hug at the end. Oh. He was really happy to dish it out, too. Did you get a hug from Tom's mum? No. No, that happens when you win a grand final. Yeah. 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 Um, Which did get a Terrence hug, hit me with uh, like uh, commiserations. It's all kind of a blur from the moment the game ended. Yeah, just I, I just went to the beach that night. Good for you, man. Yeah, it's good to get out of there. Did your friends and his family's happiness sort of rub out some of the the pain? To be honest, the moment I got to the beach house, I tried really hard not to think about football at all. Yep, straight in the egg. Yep. Um, been there, man. No, no. <laughs> it was. There was warning signs. That, Sorry, right? that just got me in like a, like. <laughs> anyway, was good to see that any time there was any trouble on the ground caused by anyone, uh, it, it was Tom, one of Tom would be like, "Who was that?" And within I reckon five minutes of the game starting, he didn't need to ask anymore because he'd figured out. Has someone been pushed to the ground off the ball, or has it been like a little bit of a tussle? 
Who's that Essendon player that's on it? It's always one of two answers. I, I can answer this. It's Cody Jacques or Paige Scott. There was one period in the game where I think Paige Scott had given away five free kicks for like dangerous tackles or she'd, just fighting somebody. She'd done like pretty good stuff up until halftime, and I looked at her fantasy score and it was negative four, and I was like, "That is so funny." Because I've seen you with the ball. Yeah. Um, did you see Paddy Dangerfield there? Yeah, I did. Yep, and uh, Joel Selwood was there too, and Tom Stewart. Dangerfield was on. They yep. interviewed him on the boundary line. Could see that because yep. they brought for. I, for they some brought reason, up the broadcast for just that bit, so you saw an interview with no sound in the game. Yeah, it was kind of annoying. They, the camera lingered on him. I mean, it was like a boundary throw in, but I'm still like, I want to see what's going on at the stoppage here. And it's just Paddy yeah. Dangerfield and her asking him, um, "If you put your Essendon cap on for a moment, what can they do?" And he just went, "Oh, it's bloody hard." Great, yeah. good insight. Thanks, Paddy. Yeah, can't. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah, look, things looked bad pretty much straight away with this, but I think the moment that it really looked bad was, yeah, Bonnie Toogood missed a shot that she would have kicked every game this season. And then missed the another f- one uh, that she should have shot. The other one shot. wasn't even a shot at goal. It, she was trying to set it up, and it just came off the side of her boot. And she, because we were sitting directly behind the bench, anytime, so Maddie Press-Barkers looked pretty pissed anytime she came off the ground, but Bonnie was like, so angry, and it was definitely affecting the way she was playing. Yeah, uh, which sucks because like she's. Uh, I recently found out, and I think I knew this, but like it was confirmed for me. Like Bonnie Too Good is a lifelong Essendon supporter, mm. which is why she came to Essendon when. Yeah. How's, so, she, how's she alive? Yeah, well, I think that's also like as in like imagine barracking for Essendon, and she's she'd be younger than me. She's I think she's in her mid twenties, which means that. She doesn't know what an Essendon final looks like. She was very happy with that last goal. I think I can't remember which player of yours it was that they kicked their first goal ever. Oh, uh, it was and like the game was dead. It was yeah. over. But Bonnie was like it's super good. pumped. It's about good it. to find those wins, I yeah. think, because yeah. otherwise it's just torture, right? Uh, yeah, they were saying I think Elise on the coverage. Campbell. Yeah, they're like that's sort of like good. That's good leadership at the club that you She's recognize little things like yeah. that. Great captain. Yeah. And also, there's one big thing about this game that we haven't even spoken about. Amber Clark, Lazarus. Actually, there's two massive things you haven't spoken about. One, this is the first game I've ever seen where a player got stretched off the ground and then came back on. It's fucked. I didn't even know you were allowed to do that. Well, if you you can, as long as you go through to change gates. So she, they turned they, away. They, they, they turned away the cart. You can't come back on if you go. But on the, the cart, cart came onto the ground. The cart was there, placed off for like five minutes. She got carried off mm. in a neck brace. Yep, they did a HIA, passed the HIA, her neck was fine, she went out and played. An this umpire failed the seen... HIA in the first 45 seconds of the game. What the fuck? Yeah. yeah an umpire... So umpire's running this way looking at the ball, Geelong player running this way looking at the ball, bang. <laughs> That'll do it. It was, yeah, when that first goal was kicked for Geelong, an umpire went down, and then we saw them get subbed. Probably we're going to pay a lot of dog free kicks anyway, so. <laughs> and then Geelong won. Um, anyway, so Amber Clark got stretched off and then setting up after three quarter time, Tom was like, is that Amber Clark? 33? And I was like, that's fucked up. I was like, nah, it wouldn't be. What the fuck? Yeah, that's a pretty good recreation of what happened. But also, and the reason that we have forgot to mention, well, haven't mentioned it so far is because in one of our three minds, this actually happened last year, but it was Jess Wushner's last game of AFLW. Correct. Uh, Yep. Yep. Very uh, emotional <laughs> chair off too. Yeah, yeah she was. That. Yeah, a lot of tears. 
Premiership champion. Yeah. First, a premiership Premiership line. Uh, uh, How Good's Footy fantasy legend. Legend, yep. The yep. first Essendon AFLW goal scorer. Yep. Yes. Uh, if it wasn't for her. At Marvel Stadium. At Marvel, Marvel Stadium. Stadium. Where were those fucking marquee games this season? Yeah, even Jay Wonder. Tipsy playing Jay, footy, frisbee, or whatever the fuck, it, footy, footy golf. golf. Do you reckon uh, not having any marquee games affected the target that they set the AFLW for if they have this many attended average attendance, yes. they'll add one more extra game next year? Oh, yeah, I reckon and then they did. didn't. They didn't get that number because you made it hard for them to do it by scheduling games at like fucking 11 a.m. on a mm. fucking Friday. AFL House always gets what it wants. Mm. Mm. And that Marvel Stadium game against Hawthorne last year had 11,000 people mm-hmm. in attendance. That would have mm-hmm. boosted the average straight yep. away. Yep. It's almost like they don't give a shit, but nah, wouldn't, that wouldn't be it. I wouldn't be a conspiracy, boys. We're all in the same boat. We hate the AFL. We just love our teams. We do. Mm. That's um, we and do. the sport in general. Um, yeah. I will also say, uh, just on... Inspiring captains, huge performance from Meg Mack this weekend to captain the team to their first ever finals win. And she played a really hard role playing on Bonnie Too Good and was probably sort of pretty even for a lot, lots of it, but um, played uh, her dad died during the week, mm-hmm. which is just like fucking horrendous, heavy shit. And she got out there and played and looked quite emotional after the game. And there was some big hugs being done. I fucking love footy hugs. She's my second favorite team. Oh, she's great. <laughs> Joel Hutt, there was never any doubt who I was going for. No, I knew. Yeah, I love Meg back. Bloody love her. She does a flag. The only thing that I thought- She really does. No, she does, yeah. Yeah, She's this year's Daisy Pierce. Yep. Um, That's that's Emma Carney. (laughs) Uh, Wow. She retiring, Carney? I don't think so. But she doesn't need to. She's 34. She can keep going, man. Oh, she absolutely should. She probably will. She looked so good in the next game. Yes. So, boys, this game ended. We're chatting to Gemma afterwards, yep. and uh, she's like, so it'll be at Icon Park, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, yeah, look, and it's probably North Melbourne at Icon. I'm interested to see how that plays out. And she's you, like, went yep. early, you went early again. Well, like, who else looking at this? North Melbourne have a one and seven record against the Ds. If we were still tipping, I would have tipped North Melbourne. Yeah. Really? Melbourne and Bank. Melbourne have fallen off the wagon a little bit in the wrong time of the year. I I see that they got now. Destroyed by Brisbane. Yep. They were they miss, they were missing some a couple of players. Yeah. There was a few injuries from last week. Uh no. Were they missing anybody? I thought they were missing well no, but they got they got um, Harris and Paxi they back. Paxi back. Yeah. Um, and that team again. Melbourne are a deep run deep. They are. I just saw some wobbliness against Brisbane, and I backed North Melbourne. And they, you watched Emma Carney in that first quarter. That is a senior player who's like, get fucked. Yep. We're going all the way. Well, it's not just, not just Emma Carney. Jazz Garner in the first quarter looked yeah. like she's this like, nah, we're purpose, fucking doing this. purpose to well, know. Oh. The game that happened like three weeks ago where Melbourne basically did the reverse to North, that was at Icon Park as well. Mm. So like a lot can change in three weeks, I guess. Did they bash them a few weeks ago? They won by 23 points, but it was low yeah, scoring. Okay. Yeah. And, and, and they- just, Melbourne just looked very vulnerable at the moment. Well, yeah, it's... yeah, it was thirty-seven to fourteen with the final. Look, scores. they'll probably buck the trend and they'll <laughs> they'll dominate whoever they're playing in the next game. Yeah, well, we won't go into that. Yeah, yeah, I mean, look, we're up against it. Uh, <laughs> Sydney, Sydney, you're up against Adelaide. We're playing Melbourne. If this was oh all, boy, this was always going to be the case in this finals run, though. Whoever won the elimination finals were fucked in the semis. Well, I thought if Geelong. Maybe got North Melbourne. We've, we've been close to them a few times. You was so obsessed with the fact that you think you almost beat North Melbourne at GMHBA. I just want to beat them once. you got nowhere near them. Didn't they win by like 20 points? I'm talking about last year's final. 
I want revenge for last year's final. I want revenge for Tom. Don't we all? Yeah, it just wouldn't happen. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I just looked at that. Top Melbourne four and is I was your like, best bet. I mean, right now, hey, you know, it'd be really funny. I want to talk about a scenario to you. Sure. The men's team. What happens to them? They go in straight sets, absolutely implode in the finals. But because the girls' team did so well and the men's team did well, they've won the McClellan Trophy and a million dollars. Yeah. Now there is a chance that if the Melbourne D's women's absolutely implode and Geelong pump them, that both the D's men's and the D's girls will lose the finals in straight sets, but have won a million dollars for being the best team of the year. It'd be pretty funny. It'd be pretty fucking funny. Yeah, it would be pretty good. I'd love it. I'll be I... going for Melbourne, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> uh, come into the game with me, fucker. Yeah, but, you know, my, my rest in peace, granddad, Barry from Melbourne. Who do you love more, Grant, your granddad or Meg Mac? Well, Meg Mac's not a racist, so yeah. <laughs> probably have to go with Meg Mac. Yeah. And you'll be there with Terrence. That's true. you would be barracking for Terrence's happiness. I'll be, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Imagine, imagine if Geelong beat Melbourne and you get a hug. Imagine the pair of that hug. Is your mum gone? Yeah. Mum deserves a premiership. Again, Has Terrence yeah. changed up his look a little bit? I feel like that he's usually very clean shaven, and I just re- remembered on the- uh... <laughs> uh, he. I did actually notice looking at him, like, he needs to shave his head again. He needs to trim his head a bit. No, it was like- Has he got a beard growing? It was like like stubble. I think, I think they've been on a holiday, and he just come back. He, he's he got a bit of like holiday wild man vibes about it, but I think it beard. looks good. Yeah, he beard team man He had a mustache when, I, when he got married to my mum. Terrence, bring it back! <laughs> he had a full like um, Tom Selleck, real, real what bushy. The fuck? Yeah. Terrence, if you can grow it, do it. Yeah. Come on, Terrence. Terrence. Don't deprive the world. Oh, Terrence, if you're listening, and I know you are. I mean, he, he absolutely is. We've got to look at this handsome idiot every week. Give us a handsome stud. Oh. Oh. Fucking hell. Like father, like son. <laughs> oh. Doesn't Jacob also have a mustache sometimes? He does also have a mustache sometimes. I'm, I'm, I'm does he get rid of it so he can be more aerodynamic on the No, nah, he often has it when he's running. So Shaves his hair. More iconic, an iconic look. <laughs> Fuck. Yeah. He should get a mustache Fortnite skin. So we know it's him. Yeah. <laughs> well, we know it's him because he's the best shot out of the four, three or four of us. Yeah. He'll be standing on a roof and then you'll just see... Jacob has killed, like, Jacob rifled this player 80 meters. Jacob rifled this player 70 meters. Jacob rifled this player 110 meters. Mm. Like, no, he's going to work up there. You know how you can do the emote thing when you kill yeah. somebody? Yeah. I really wish that there was one that just, like, it, after you kill someone, it zooms in tight on your face and your character just winks at him. <laughs> that would be great. That'd be good. Yeah. I think that that would result in a lot of deaths in real life. Yeah. <laughs> good. Um, yeah, North yeah, Melbourne. This, this was huge. North, sorry, North Melbourne, Tasmania kangaroos. Yeah, they. I always forget that's the name. Everybody does. Um, they this, do. This is a huge, huge result for them too because that's they they've, they've traditionally been not great against the big dogs. This is true. They Melbourne in particular. I think they're like I said, one in seven or one in six or something. So good on them. Awesome, and not just to beat them to demoralise them fifty to nine. You know what I think we forget too, and my fact this could be wrong. But in 2020, the cancelled W season. Yeah. We always just assume, oh, Freo really fucked. They got fucked over there. North were were good that year too. It was Freo North. It was going to be probably a Freo North grand final. Yep. Was that confirmed? Had they already done the prelims or not? No, no. no, We'd only done the first week. Okay. But I think we were barreling towards a Freo v North. Yeah. Let's see if I can find out. I should be able to. Mm, What app are you using? Mate. I think they they both won their their first week finals and they yeah. were they were in the they made a my memory big... was they were the two best teams that year. Okay, so 
There was still two weeks of finals to go, yes. Yes. Um, so Kangaroos had just beaten Collingwood by two points. Yeah, that's right. There you go. Dominant. Freo had pumped somebody. Freo beat the Suns by 70. Yeah. And <laughs> Melbourne had that game where Lily Mithin kicked her first goal like on the siren against GWS. Mm. Yep. And uh, Brisbane beat... Oh, no. Carlton pumped Brisbane. Yeah, there we go. Ah, uh, yeah. 2020. Did Ad- that's the year Adelaide didn't make the finals. Yeah. That's the year the last year Carlton were good. Do you know what a crazy stat that I learned that Gemma shared after this is she was posting all the teams like number of finals wins. The Western Bulldogs have only won one final in their in their history in the AFLW and it was the grand final against Brisbane. Because they weren't finals. Was that the year where the top two teams just played Played the grand final? Yeah. Yeah. AFLW fantasy. Brisbane just snuck into that grand final. Yeah. By like Yeah, it was really tight. Adelaide? Or Melbourne? Uh, no, Melbourne. Melbourne finished third. Okay. Because yeah. there was that period of time where Melbourne would have made finals had it been a normal system. Yeah. Then the conferences came in and Melbourne finished third in the conference. Yeah. But Fucking had hell. significantly better percentage than everybody else. That was a 2018 grand final. Yeah. Yeah. I remember, I reckon that was like one of the first games of AFLW where like, was like, cleared my schedule to sit down and watch. I remember Mon Conti won the, the best on, she got like three goals or two goals or something. Is Nathan Burke going to keep that job? I have no fucking idea, man. They should hire me. <laughs> they don't have to share a car park with Luke Beveridge. <laughs> Sean, your car's never not in that car park. You get an Uber to work, but you leave your car there. <laughs> <laughs> it just lives there. Yeah. Uh, North, very good. Yeah. Uh, too, well too impressive. I think we got a North email, Joel. We did. I just fucking got so lost looking at the fucking scores from the 2018 grand final and seeing Bonnie too good there, but... She doesn't. Kate Lutkins, the Great Wall of Lutkins. Yeah, she'll be back. Jess Wushner. All of these players still, well, were still around. Mm. Around in our heart. All right, so this is from Andy Savage. My man Andy. Shinbonus Spirit, boys. Four quarters of Shinbonus Spirit filled pressure. Unrelenting, nonstop, near perfect game. It's obvious that the North Melbourne Football Club has a limited amount of shin bonus spirit, and the club wisely has given it all to the women's team. Woo! Love, Andy Savage. P.S. Hope you're doing okay, Sean. Great win by the Lions. Uh, Hopeful to face your girls in the grand final. A Brisbane North grand final would be fucking wild. Big chance of that. Huge chance of that. Yeah. Thank you, Andy. Andy's having a good time. Andy's just at home just fucking rocking out. Good on him. And good on North. They need a bit of yeah. um, they need a bit of hope. Well, you can. I mean, like they've got all the pieces. It's yep. about fucking time. Yep. Good on them. Yep. Well, well next week it's going to be fucked. It is going to be fucked. <laughs> We're a three man show once again. Uh, <laughs> Sean's nodding Don't his do head. That face. What? You're already back. Oh, I'm here. We can't go back to a two man next week. What if something comes up? What's going to come what up? What if I die? Then it'll be two men, but different two men. Oh, no, we'll get someone else in. Yeah, that's fair enough. Uh, next week, Adelaide are taking on Sydney and Melbourne are taking on Geelong. The games are at normal times for a semifinal, which yes. is nice. Yep. Hit me with the times. 7.45 on Saturday night, Adelaide v. Sydney. 3.05 p.m., Melbourne v. Geelong on the Sunday. Still no Friday night game, which is There's wild. not a Friday. There's not usually- Is the grand final going to be a Sunday grand final? Here's what's going to happen then. So that'll mean that the prelim- Final Brisbane game will be Sunday. 
Yeah. Because it will be the Geelong Melbourne opponent. They're not going to make them do a Saturday. I don't and travel. Think. Unless they go Friday, Saturday next week. And then I think, has this been confirmed? Is the grand final going to be a Sunday? That hasn't been confirmed yet, as far as I can tell. I don't think that. I think, I think that, that I think information just, is probably out there, but not from an official I, source. I think just, they just make it just up as they go along. Forecasting ahead to a potential future. Say Brisbane win the prelim on a Sunday. Mm. And then they make them play, for instance, Adelaide in Adelaide on a Saturday grand final. Doesn't seem fair to me. Unless they make it a night grand final. It'd be at Norwood, though, won't it? Yeah, true. Do they have lights there? I don't even know. I assume that's why it wasn't a Friday night this week. Well, no, but it's Saturday night this week. At Norwood? Yeah. Is it at Norwood? Mm Mm-hmm. Wild. Yeah. They're they're their own worst enemy, the fucking AFL. They're idiots. They're idiots. Yep. And stupid cunts. Yeah. Yeah. But- AFLW, despite the result that I copped, uh, my suffering will never end. The sadness is forever, but I love the girls. AFLW fucking rules, boys. Paige Scott's going to kill someone someday, and I'm going to be there in court defending her. And that's okay. Yeah. Cody Jacques also probably. It'll be a double murder trial. I'll be the lawyer. I'll be sweating. (laughs) I don't have a law degree. Um, If you want to get in touch with the show, you could do so by sending us an email at howgoodsfooty at gmail.com or you can find us on Instagram at howgoodsfootypod. You can find us on Twitter, but don't. Um, Or individually, I'm at Awkward Trade. I'm at Carney from 55. I've missed that. Tom, we're also at Scaredy Boys. We're also at Scaredy Boys Podcast. New episodes every Friday. We are barreling towards the end of the year on that show too. Join so. our Patreon. Yeah, get on this. Absolutely Fuck. fucking pumping with episodes. If you love the Underworld franchise <laughs> and think it hasn't been given enough love, sign up to Patreon. Sean did a deep dive into every single episode and then pitched a sixth entry into that franchise. This is true information, Joel. You know when Brisbane uh, break my heart, I normally go and make a bookshelf or make something with my hands or something yep. like that. What I did this time was make a sixth Underworld film. That's big. There's a lot of anger, a lot of grief. That's the perfect franchise for it. Fair bit of joy. A lot of, lot of heart. A lot of heart. And you can find me at Douche13 on Instagram, X, if you want to. I post there sometimes still. Whenever I get bored and I'm like, well, I can say whatever the fuck I want and wreck this site even yeah, further. I just fight people. You can also, hey, if you like new episodes every Friday and you like the Fortnite talk and you're like, man, I like when people talk about video games in the most fucked up way possible. You can listen to my video game podcast, Thumb Cramps, new episodes every Friday, and you can follow that. On Instagram at Thumbcramps Pod. Oh, yeah. I've got a. I got jealous of you having a new episode every Friday, so I got one too. Good for you, man. Thank well you, done, man. Hey, yeah. Sean. Welcome home. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. Hi, I'm Jesse Cruikshank. Jesse Cruikshank. I host the number one comedy podcast called Phone a Friend. Girl, let's phone a friend. Not only do I break down the biggest stories in pop culture with guests like Dan Levy and members of InSync, I do it with my own personal boy band singing jingles throughout. Because it's my show. It's your show, girl. New episodes of Phone a Friend. Yeah. Drop Thursdays wherever you get your podcasts. So work it, girl. Yeah, work it. Okay, that's enough. Acast helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. Acast.com.